0: as well as bring on guests to share with you tools, knowledge, and real action steps to get you there. Listen in because you never know when you may hear something that changes everything. Hello beautiful friend. Oh my goodness, I am so happy to be back. It's been quite a few weeks since I released a podcast episode and the reason being uh, you probably heard in the past ones is that I was working on a project that was going to take a lot of my time and that it did and so um, it's not a project that there's not going to be like a big announcement or anything like that it was just something personal that I've wanted to get done and so I knew that if I was going to put that kind of time and effort into it and do a good job that something had to go because I'm at a point in my life, and I share this with you because I think we all go through these t- phases in life where we're like, we can do it all, and then we can't. Something always has to give. And so, what I wasn't willing to do was to um, let go of my highest value, which is health is one of my highest values. I have a few, but health is definitely one of them. And it, I knew that if I was going to keep my workouts in, go to the gym four times a week. Um, do my meal plans, cook at home, the whole thing that something had to give. And so that meant a little break from podcasts and also a little bit of a break from social media. I was on there a bit, but not as regularly as usual. And again, I just share that because I think that when we share these experiences, it gives others permission to do the same. And it's okay to, uh, for me, it's actually really effective to compartmentalize things and work on things like in these blocks and then I can move the needle forward on certain projects and areas of my life that I really want to move forward rather than trying to do everything and not doing anything well and so that's where I've been and so here we are. It's the holidays. Like how crazy just time has flown. And so I'm going to be talking about these four holiday habits that are making us sad and sick and what to do about it. And the reason I want to talk about these is because they're things that I have struggled with in the past. And I am seeing so many people struggle with them right now. And so hopefully I'm getting this episode to you in time that they can help you with some of them before the actual days are here. And if it won't help you for this year. Perhaps it will help you in the future. So the first one I want to talk about is this, uh, this overspending. Oh my goodness. I've just heard like the saddest stories. Like here's the thing. Overspending around the holidays has always been a, th- a thing. I think a lot of people get themselves into trouble during this time. However, this year, I feel like it's going to impact people that it's never impacted before. And that's because the cost of living is pretty insane for a lot of people, uh, especially, well, I say especially for families, but even people that are single on their own, like you're carrying the brunt of everything on your own. So that could be really, that could be a challenge too. And I've been there where I hit rock bottom financially. I've shared that story and you know, things are comfortable for me right now, but I still make a conscious effort to not overspend so that we don't go down that way. And also we might have things that we want to save and that are going to bring, um, that are going to really enhance our life, um, in other areas. For example, maybe you're saving for like a, an amazing trip or to purchase a home or something that you have a, as a big goal. So the thing I see with overspending is I see people, okay, Here's how you know. First of all, how do you know you're overspending? Other than, of course, the bank account. Yes, yes, we know that, right? We see those numbers. Here's when you know. It's when you go to tap your card to pay for something and you get that pang in your stomach. You get that sick feeling that's the feeling of overspending <laughs> and it's an icky feeling and I don't want anyone to feel that I want you to feel joyful when you're like oh I've got this I really want to purchase this for this person or for myself and it feels good and that's a great form of spending um, but when it's making you feel sick it's adding to stress which is not good for our health it's adding to it's impacting our emotional well-being it's could be impacting our sleep, which means that impacting our hormones, which means impacting our immune system, which means getting sick easier. And the whole thing, it's like this domino effect. And so here's how to not overspend during this time of year. Number one, this is what I started doing myself ages ago. I don't overspend. I haven't overspent during the holidays for years. And that's, this is literally how I did it. Number one is I started telling myself No one's going to remember, like by the following year, no one's going to remember what I got them, if I got them something, and it's so true. And how do I know that to be true? Because I often don't remember either. We're only human. And so we don't often remember unless it's something like really grand. And so just remember, people likely are not going to remember, so it's okay. I know that feeling when someone gives you a gift and you think, oh no, like, Now I've got to get them something. Okay, that brings in this whole thing of obligation. So we're going to be talking about overspending, overcommitting, obligations, and overeating. And this is also an obligation one where we feel like someone gave us something, we have to give them something in return. The truth is we don't. And it's okay just to say thank you. Most people are giving because they want to give, because they love to give. And so just say thank you and that's enough. And I can guarantee no one's going to be thinking, why didn't they get me something? And if they are, well, maybe that's not your person. (laughs) So that's one tip. The other thing is just tone it down. Perhaps you feel like you do really want to give something. Give something little. Give something meaningful. I have this friend, Oz, and I I talk about her every, like, quite often, if you haven't heard of her yet. She's a friend of mine that's passed on. But Oz used to give the greatest gifts. And I remember thinking, she gave me permission to gift-give in that way, too. And what she would do with her closest friends, we'd get together for the holidays and she always had the simplest gift for us, and she never wrapped it. Like, it was always in the plastic bag that the st- that, from the store where she had bought it, and I loved that. You know what? There is nothing more intimidating than those, like, beautiful packages that someone spent hours on that they saw on Pinterest. Like, look, if you're a rapper and you love doing that, like, trust me, it's beautiful, and that's great, and you know, now I don't mind receiving that. Now I'm in a place where I don't feel like I have to do that in return. That's your gift. Keep on doing it, but know that you don't have to do something that someone else does just to match that. And so Oz used to give us the gifts like that. And I remember thinking, this is awesome because now I could get her something simple and I don't have to wrap it either because I didn't really, I don't really love wrapping. And so she would get us things like socks or cute little like bracelets or just like the simplest things like the little dishcloths it just be I just loved her gifts like I always knew when they were going to be something useful sometimes a book um they were going to be meaningful like she thought about the gift she was going to get us but they were always just inexpensive and simple and I just I loved it it made giving and receiving fun because I knew that in receiving that she also hadn't overstretched herself because here's the thing our friends don't want us putting ourselves in situations that um, don't feel good for us either and so I love that about Oz and I'm always going to remember that lesson from her and it, it really stays with me the other thing is don't be afraid to tell the truth You don't need to go around telling people you're broke or that it's a hard year or anything like that. I just simply say, and I've used this a lot. I just say, it's not in my budget. I'm so sorry, but it's not my budget this year to be getting gifts. That's okay. I get invited to purchase things all the time from people, like just people that are selling things or whatever, and from good friends. And sometimes I would love to support them. And I just say, I'm sorry, it's not in my budget. Like I have big plans for a lot of things. And so, spending and overspending doesn't always mean that we don't have it it means that we don't want it allocated for stuff that it's not going to bring value and so that's okay to be honest and people are fine with that and here's the thing you too are giving them that gift you're giving them that gift of those words to also use it themselves and I I think that's a beautiful thing and I wish we would start being a lot more honest with each other than just trying to like compete with the Joneses or again doing that thing of over of obligation. Okay, the other thing I want to talk about is overcommitting. committing. Woo, this one is a big one. And here's the thing, I was the master of over committing. <laughs> I never used to block my time and work on things once at a time. No, I wanted to do it all. And this time of year, we get invited to so many things. And here's how we know we're over committing. One, we're dreading the thing that we're going to And we know it's not that we don't think we're going to have fun. We actually know we're going to have fun and we want to be there, but we're dreading it because we know we've overcommitted. We're exhausted. Perhaps we're short with a partner, short with children, short with friends, with family and that's because we're overcommitting. So if you find that yourself that you're getting short, it's because you're trying to do everything and we can't do everything. I actually had this happen very recently and I'll share the situation with you. I had finished my project, this was just on the weekend, I'd finished my project, and I had a friend message me and say, hey Rosa, we're going to this um, out to this farm, and it's an organic farm, and there's going to be people there that you haven't seen in a while, and we haven't seen you, and it'd be so great to meet up, and I got excited, and right away, you know, the social Rosa was like, yes, oh my gosh, thanks for thinking of me, I, I'm so excited, yes, I'll be there, How fun, and then I got that gut feeling of like, Ugh! Why did I do that? And again, I really enjoy spending time with those people, and I love going out to organic farms. And there going to be like a Santa thing, and it's going to be all Christmassy, and it was going to be wonderful. And so it wasn't that I didn't want to go, but I knew that gut feeling was for something, and I knew I wasn't listening to it. And so right away, I knew what I had to do. So I sat on it for a couple of hours, and then I messaged my friend back, and I, and it was all voice notes. So. I just said, hey, thank you so much for thinking of me. I got so excited because I haven't seen anyone for a while. I've been working so hard. And the thought of spending time with you all was just awesome. But here's the thing. I'm feeling exhausted. And I would love to have a weekend at, at home to, with really no plans. And then that was it. And I don't know. I think that they were okay with it. And if they weren't, then again... It's not on me. We really have to start honoring ourselves because here's the thing. I could have gone. I could have seen everyone. I would have had a great time, but I would have been worn down. And this is not the time of year to be worn down because this is where everywhere you go, everyone's got a cough, a flu, a sore throat, a this or that or whatever. And so I want to keep my immune system strong. I want to enjoy those commitments that I have made that I'm really looking forward to. I don't want to be in bed for a week not feeling well. And I also just want to honor that my body needed rest and my mind needed rest after being on that big project. And so again, how people respond is not on us, um, but stay true to yourself and to what you can actually do. And so that's how I handle, um, I don't overcommit any longer. And if I find that I made a mistake and I overcommitted, I I fix it as soon as I can. Here's what I'm not willing to do is I'm not willing to cancel on people last minute and I'm not willing to ghost. There's still things that in terms of my values, health is a big value, but so um are those kind of things are really important to me. So give yourself the time and catch it early and just be honest from right from the start. Just say to people, you know, I'm feeling really exhausted. I don't think I can make it. And also it's okay just to say I can't make it. It's okay to not explain over explaining. They say it's a childhood trauma. and It's true. I don't know. Not everything is a childhood trauma. I think sometimes we use that term so loosely these days. We, we're all impacted by different things in childhood uh, and just in life, period. But when we overexplain, it's often because we are a people pleaser. And that's a trait that many of us have. And it's not always a, a horrible thing, but um, that's where the overexplaining comes from. So we don't. We don't need to explain. We can just say, I'm sorry, I can't make it. Or don't even apologize. Say, I can't make it. <laughs> you decide what feels good for you. So the other thing is um, obligations. Eesh, I've already touched on that a little bit. There are those things that we feel like every year we have to do it. And every year we dread doing it. And yet here we are doing it. And I'm just like, I'm so over that. <laughs> like if if you were going somewhere or doing something because that's just what you've always done, but you've always dreaded it, then I just say stop it. Like there comes a point where life's too short and you just can't keep doing those things. And I just think if someone feels like they're obligated to come meet up with me or come to my place or come to a dinner or something, I don't want them to do that either. So I always try to think it from like the other perspective. But those people want to know that I don't feel like doing this all the time and I'm going out of obligation, like it just doesn't feel good for anyone. So look at areas where you're doing things out of obligation and see if you can start to change that up as well. Because again, these things add to stress and stress impacts everything. It impacts how we react with other people. It impacts our health. It impacts our hormones, our sleep, the list goes on. Okay, and finally, overeating. Okay, I'm not going to tell you not to eat those wonderful things that come out during the holidays at all look, my mom is 83. She makes There's certain treats that she makes at this time of year that she doesn't make throughout any other time of year. And you better believe that I'm going to eat them and I'm going to enjoy them. And I'm aware that some of them are deep fried. Some of them have sugar in them. These are things that I rarely touch throughout the year. Um, And so I'm going to have them and I'm going to have them guilt-free and I'm going to enjoy them. But here is where the overeating becomes a problem and where I've really tightened up on things. In the past, the holidays for me were the month of December. And then come January, I'm like feeling super uncomfortable. I've put on excess weight that as we get older, it's a lot more difficult to come off. It doesn't come off as easily and it tends to come on a lot easier too. And so now I just consciously choose what. What events am I going to be at, and what meals am I going to be at, where I'm just going to relax, eat what I want, and enjoy? But they've become meals and not days. So I know, for example, and this is what I love about counting macros too. Like I don't count when I'm having these cheats, but counting macros has really um, shifted my my understanding of food. And so I know if I'm going to go to um, holiday, like a Christmas party in the evening. And I know that I'm probably going to eat a lot more carbs there and um, have some treats and things like that. Then in the day, I'm just going to have protein. I'm literally going to have no carbs. I'm going to make sure that I get my protein in and then I save my carbs and everything else for those times. And then even if I'm there, if there are good protein sources, I'll choose those as well and make sure that I'm getting that in. But I will enjoy treats that I don't normally enjoy. But like I said, again, it's about making conscious efforts. I think of like staff rooms. Oh my gosh, staff rooms can be the worst place. You're exhausted, you're tired, um, it's dark outside, you feel like you need, uh, like you deserve these treats. You go to the staff room and all of a sudden there's like boxes of donuts and chocolates and home-baked goods and this and that and all the dips. And all of a sudden you're like, oh my gosh, how fun, it's a party. (laughs) Like, no, it wasn't. It's not a party. You're at work and it wasn't a conscious decision. And it's amazing how you can literally eat a day's worth of calories in just like a few not great choices. And so I'm all about yes, have these treats. It's okay to overeat a little here and there, but make it a conscious decision. Don't let these things, I always go, I ain't letting those people take my health away. <laughs> And I know everything's given with good intent. Of course it is. But you have to decide, like, what is important to you? What's your value? And for me, health is my biggest value. So unless I've made a conscious decision, like if I know someone says to me, oh, tomorrow I'm going to be bringing this or that to this party, and I know I'm going to have that thing, then I make a conscious decision, and I go, okay, yes, I'm going to have that. And I think that's where we need to become um, start to look at food is start to be more conscious of our choices, especially during this time of year. Cause it's so easy just to pick, 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 pick. And my mom is the worst. She puts like during the month of December, she just has food on the table at all times. It's like part of the tradition. There's always something to pick at. And so now I'm like, okay, I'm going over there today. I am not picking on any of those things. And I just make that conscious, conscious decision. So those are the things, those were the four holiday habits that are really like keeping us sick and and here's the thing about um they can also make us feel quite sad because when we overeat or when we overconsume sugar or when we start to um it all starts to impact our gut health and gut health and mental health and mental well-being are so connected I remember going through my mold toxicity journey and I remember how like my gut was such a, a disaster and I remember having these like bouts of like depression and loneliness and just deep sadness. And I had no reason for it. I remember thinking everything in my life right now is pretty good. And then I would make that connection. It's just my gut health. I know that this is actually physical and it's impacting my mental health. And I know that as I fix my gut health, that I will start to feel better. And that's exactly what had happened. And so over consuming the sugar and eating all these things and not sleeping can impact the gut health and can make us feel sad. And so I think that that's a really important thing to take away from this, that if this happens to be a challenging holiday season for you. Protect yourself and protect your ma- mental well-being. I also want to touch a little bit before I go on social media. Look, I've had those years where holidays are hard and I'd be on social media and you see the perfect families with the perfect matching pajamas and like these great big family dinners and you're on your own or whatever or your just family might look different this year because of loss or whatever it is. Then just stay off the social media. You know, for the families that are that this is their year, they're feeling so much joy and and they're having these reunions. Like I love that, and they should celebrate it because we've all had those wonderful years too. And and you deserve to like put it out there and um, celebrate that. But if this is not your year, if it's an extra hard year for you, protect your mental well being. So stay off the social media or greatly limited. Be in the moment. With the people that you care about, even if it's just one friend, make sure that you, um, you know, just stay stay present. And you know what? I used to tell myself, "It's the holidays aren't forever. This too will pass, and there will be happier times for sure." But again, um, if you're feeling lonely, or if this is a good for year, year for you, reach out to people that you think might be struggling. And sometimes the people struggling are not the ones that look like they're struggling as well. Sometimes they are the ones surrounded by a lot of people and they're feeling sad. So just, um, make a conscious effort to just reach out to your friends and ask them how you how they're doing. Okay, my friends. So enjoy, um, enjoy this holiday season. You will probably hear from me again, actually before Christmas. I've also got a lot of interviews lined up. I'm going to be recording a lot over the next couple of weeks so that we've got some great interviews in the new year. I'm so excited to bring on some really fabulous people that are going to bring so much value to all of us. All right, have a great one. Thank you so much for listening in today. I know time is precious, and I'm grateful you shared yours with me. It would mean the world to me if you felt an impact, a moment of inspiration, or learned something new if you would share it with those you care about and leave me a review on iTunes. I'd love to know what spoke to you or what you'd like to hear more of. Your sharing and leaving a review would help so much on this journey to making an impact on as many people as possible. It's worth it. I know from experience there are moments when something we hear has the possibility of changing everything.